Hey guys, Dale here. Do you want an unfair advantage to dominate your fantasy football league? Well, look no further and download SquadQL, the only mobile app you need to crush your friends and rivals this year. SquadQL recommends the best starting lineup for you each week based on your starters, your bench players, and free agent pool. Now, Christian, you may ask, how does SquadQL actually do this? Well, basically what they do is this app connects directly with your Yahoo, ESPN, CBS leagues. They pull in your actual roster and your league scoring system, which is very important. SquadQL then provides like their waiver and trade recommendations. Then the app gives you rankings each and every week, and it's all based on your league setting. So SquadQL truly is your go-to app for fantasy football this season. Head to SquadQL.com, download SquadQL, your all-in-one fantasy football manager. SquadQL is brought to you by the creators of RotoQL, the leading daily fantasy optimizer, trusted by over 100,000 DFS players. You can also download RotoQL for free from both the Apple and Android app stores. Yeah. Sleep fantasy, you rocking with the best NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Eat Sleep Fantasy. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Eat Sleep Fantasy. I'm Christian Burrito, and with me today is my good old friend, Armando. What's up, Armando? Que pasa? <laughs> can't even um, give me a good, can't even give me a decent voice. Like, uh, I, don't, like, I don't understand, like, the intonation of your voice. Like, I don't know what's different about it. I'm pretty neutral. You just make me breathe heavy and everybody understands it's me. Or you make it nerdy and everybody understands it's Dale. Yours is just what, like, uh, hello, noticias, 23. Hola, que hola, Mr. Steel Girl is here. Are, no? Do we have uh, what we're, the episode yes. of Fancy I was trying to look it up on my phone because I wrote it down and then you just started the fucking episode. <laughs> Hold on, man. All right. Let me do my introduction. We're going to keep this, but let me... Just I forgot what we were. The heavy something of fantasy football. The heavy set. It was heavy. God damn it. The heavy. Oh, the heavy, heavy talks. That's what it was. The heavy, heavy talks. talks. Yeah. What, what the heck's that? Uh, I'll explain. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Heavy Talks of Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Christian Brito, and joining me, as always, is Mr. Armando Crespo. Again, what's up, man? What's up, man? As always, has never been more correct. Yeah, dude, you've been consistent lately. I don't know what the fuck Dale is, but you're no, here. I don't, his baby um, is sick again. Oh, okay. Sorry, Dale. I, I don't know if it's sick. It's I thought just... I was getting hit by another hurricane. We are. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> it's literally coming tomorrow, too. Global warming's a myth. Yeah, right. Anyways, <laughs> it was invented by the Chinese. It was. I I, I, I fully believe that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I need to stop talking. 
Um, uh, okay, so the heavy talks uh, yeah. that spawned today, just to give you guys a insight into my chats with Dale. Um, we were talking about uh, the possible trade of Le'Veon Bell. So let's bring this to fantasy. Possible trade to Le'Veon Bell and someone who's like, oh, it's happened. And I'm like, that's fake news. But the Eagles are in heavy talks with the Pittsburgh Steelers about the potential of actually trading, just like they're in talks about potentially trading for McCoy. They're interested in a running back, obviously. They think they are a playoff caliber team. They want a running back with the injury of Jay Ajayi, so they're looking for one, and they're not just looking for one. They're looking for a really good one. Um, and so They did this last year, Yeah, by the way. so I mentioned that they were in heavy talks, and Dale, somebody said that Heavy Talks is the perfect name for our podcast when me and Dale are on <laughs> because Heavy Talks. Heavy, yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a good not one. not as appropriate. Um, it's not as appropriate when you and I are on because you're not heavy. And uh, pretty soon it won't be as appropriate when I'm on. It'll just be a Dale thing. Yeah. Pretty soon. Pretty soon. Just give me like a year. A year. Less than give that, me. man. Less than that, but um, I don't, what are we talking about? We're we talking about fantasy football. Are we so is, yeah. that, is it is it really heavy talks? I mean, are they really going to do the the trade? I mean, James Conner owners would be super happy. Uh, I'm inclined to say that I don't think that the Eagles are willing to pony up enough for Le'Veon Bell. I think that conversation is all conjecture. Yeah. Um, could they get LaShawn McCoy? I think that's a very real possibility. What is LaShawn McCoy going to do for the Buffalo Bills this year? Nothing. He needs to do something with his last year of, uh, with his real last year of productive value, I think. Yeah. Um, he has two years left on his contract. I think they're it's guaranteed. Two years on his contract, but one year left in those legs. Right. So. Yeah. That's uh, that's where I would say, hey, maybe this is something that that makes significant sense. I mean, Lashawn McCoy is a third round pick and a player. I mean, Le'Veon Bell is a third round pick and a player at least, in my understanding. And what do you think, Lashawn McCoy is like a fourth round pick, fifth round pick? Uh, I th- well, it's gonna be a late round pick. Yeah, I would say it's probably a fifth or sixth round pick. It's not much. Yeah. What I do you think, think you I, could get him for a reasonable price. I don't know why that deal hasn't happened yet. I mean, but then it just becomes a mess because they're still going to want to do the fucking, you know, McCoy, Wynn, Smallwood, Clement. You know, it's going to be a mess anyways. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be good for fantasy football at all. I'd rather have um, McCoy with the Bills personally. I don't know if it's not good for fantasy football because... I guess Chris I, Ivory becomes interesting. I think in a week... I think you you have to obviously not play LaShawn McCoy for one week while he, you know, learns the playbook, I guess, although he doesn't need to learn that much. He's a seasoned veteran. But um, in terms of just how that backfield will shake up, I I think it'll be very quickly all LaShawn McCoy. Yeah. Well, yeah, I would hope so. Okay. I I want to get... Chris Ivory becomes an RB3. Yeah. I want to get right into some injury news because I think there's a lot of relevant injury news, particularly uh, 
for some of these uh, wide receivers and running backs heavily um, featured in some injury news, I think is where most of our news is going to come from this week. I'm going to start with Cooper Cup. Yeah. Mispractice concussion protocol. Dalvin right. Cook, not Dalvin Cook, Brandon Cooks, um, also in the same boat. Exactly. Mispractice concussion protocol. Right. right. Cooks, slightly different from Cup, though, was able to participate. He did the, you know, like the walkthrough. He's progressing. Mm. Okay. Right. Um, Cup kind of did a little bit of the same thing, participated in his walkthrough and all that. So, uh, if I had to guess whether or not these guys are going to play this week, I'd say both are trending towards active. Right? I yeah. would hope that. I My bet is that one of them does not play. Who doesn't play? I don't know. I'm guessing it's going to be Cup um, just because Cook's had a better day today. But honestly, like even if they're practicing, like we said before, it doesn't matter. Like They have to clear it on Saturday. Um, they can practice all week, but if they don't clear clear concussion protocol on Saturday, they're not going to play. So practicing doesn't mean anything until they clear it. Just yeah. Beware. Um, it's a really good matchup, particularly, I think, for Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks on the outside is going to be lined up against Adam Jones. Uh, he should be able to tear him up. Um, Cooper Cup uh, in the slot would probably be matched up um, with Chris Harris Jr., who traditionally I think is a very good player. But um, that whole Denver defense just got shredded last yeah, week. Super um, overrated. Got shredded by Sam Darnold. So, but the thing is, we, we saw what was just done with uh, Robbie Anderson in those deep passes last week. It was three catches. Yes. Quincy New One didn't have a catch. Right. But. I think uh, Brandon Cooks is everything, uh, everything, oh my God, I just said his name. Why am I doing this? I'm blanking today. I can't do this. Everything Robbie Anderson wishes he was is Brandon Cooks. So, and a bag of chips. I think and a bag, chips, a bag of chips. Right? Yeah. So all that and a bag of chips. So Brandon Cooks will uh, will eat if he's cleared. If he's already practicing, let's say limited, limited practice Thursday, full practice Friday, I am like rolling heavy with Brandon Cooks this week. Oh, yeah. If you have any of these guys and they're active, you're playing them, especially Robert Woods. Heavy. Robert Woods, yeah. Just heavy. This is, this is some heavy talk right now. Heavy talks. Um, so moving on to Running guys that are probably going to be out. Um, yeah. bunch of Freeman. Bunch of running backs. <laughs> yeah. who, who else? Uh, well, who else? Uh, Darren Sproles, Leonard Fournette. Oh, you're dropping some... Yeah, Leonard Fournette. Until week ten, just saying. Till week ten. All right. So Maybe. let's. I I actually want to start with Leonard Fournette. Okay. Okay. Leonard Fournette's going to be out through the week nine bye. Is a report that came out today. A source, right? That they want to rest him so that he doesn't continue to aggravate his hamstring injury. We tell you all the time, hamstring injuries, running backs, dangerous combination. Mm-hmm. Okay. T.J. Yeldon. Last year. When Fournette was out, Yeldon looked crappy. This year, when Fournette's been out, Yeldon looks just as good as Fournette. Yeah. What are you doing with with Yeldon? Like, honestly, if, you gotta trade him right now while he has value. But why not trade for him? 
That's wow. five weeks of production. Five, week five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, okay, four weeks of production because week nine is a buy. Right. Four weeks of production. I think you could get an RB1 player for four weeks at a RB3 price. Yeah, I agree with that, but... Dude, those four weeks matter. Look look at what James Conner did two out of his four weeks. And he gave you two weeks that were just whatever, but he gave you two weak-winning performances right. in his four starts. I think TJ Yeldon could do that. I don't think TJ Yeldon is as good as James Conner. I do think... I don't TJ, think... He, I agree with you. I 100% agree with you. I think TJ Yeldon is an RB2... Or, and that's it. I don't think he's going to go above that. What has he's he been not, the last two weeks? I, I, I'm pretty sure he's been... Uh, let me yeah, talk for a second. Okay, well, Corey Grant's out. I agree with you that... I mean, I think that you can get more value for TJ Yeldon, especially if you're thinking about the playoffs and you have a winning team. But if you're hurting at running backs, obviously hold on to him. I mean, what else are you going to do? You're not going to get anything You're not going to get anything for the long term for him. But yeah, if you don't need him, trade him away and get something you can use for the playoffs. Think much farther ahead you gotta be forward thinking all right so of the five games this year in standard scoring um he's had at least seven points in all five games three of them have been double digits with the last two games 20 and 18 fantasy points he has been over the last two games rb7 yeah okay the only running backs that have performed better over the last two games with tj yeldon being the starter all right, this is the list. Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, Kareem Hunt, Ezekiel Elliott. That's it. That's yeah. the list. He's good. I, I don't disagree with you. I just think that he's matchup-based, and he's safe for being considered as an RB2. Because, he, I mean, he does have the bus potential, from especially after seeing him last year. Okay. But Corey Grant not being there obviously helps him. I mean, Corey not Grant's not there. The only other running back is the just-signed Jamal Charles. Right. right. They signed so, some other guy, too. So e- really but either way, he's going to get all the work. They're just guys that just are there to make sure they have a running back if Yeldon goes down. Okay. Um, I, my, uh, since I, you know, I think a lot of our talk today is going to be focused on injuries and uh, wait, potential wait, wait. trades. Before we move on, TJ Yeldon, if you, okay, I'm saying hold him. I'm saying trade him. Who do you think you can get for him? Okay. So, yeah, go ahead. Let's. Let, Let's actually get into this some trades here. And I'm saying you hold on to I'm saying you trade him, you're saying hold on to him, and I'm trying to figure out if I'm trading him, what can I ask for? I'm not just ask saying for. trade I'm not just saying hold on to him. I'm saying go out and get him if you can. Okay. What are you gonna give for TJ Allen? where's his value at? That's a good question. I mean um, I wouldn't I mean, trade a running back for him. I mean, would you trade Clement Wendell Smallwood for him? Yes. I, I would do that one, too. I mean, I think there's too much question marks between them. I would okay. trade both of those guys for him. Let's see. I'm going to look at some uh, potential wide receivers that have done well. Um, Mike Williams. Yes. I would, too. I, Kenny I'll give Galladay. You, I'll give, no, I would not trade Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay is going to be good all season. Yeah, he, I think he's Kenny like Galladay, I think, I think, has supplanted Marvin Jones as the two. And Golden Tate. I think he's, I think he's a, a wide receiver one. He is um, – I think that depends on your format. I still would rather have Tate based on volume and consistency. But, yeah, man, that's that's a one-two punch with that, – that doesn't mean Marvin Jones is completely gone. He's just the third option. 
Right. As and a has, team that passes he's a been lot. unlucky, too. I do want to throw out there, uh, mm-hmm. watching some of these Lions games, man, you've got to be frustrated if you're a Marvin Jones owner. I, I only have him in one league, um, so I'm not, like, hugely paying attention to him. Um, and I do have Tate in, the, in a couple. Marvin Jones, you got to be frustrated as a Jones owner because there's just been a disconnect on the deep ball that he could have had multiple times this season. Like, I feel like every time I'm watching it, it's an overthrown deep ball or a missed, uh, you know, a missed time uh, deep ball. Like, it's it's got to be frustrating. But still, yeah, I would go Tate and Galladay or 1A, 1B, uh, whichever one you prefer. I'll take the guy that's going to be But I would trade Marvin Jones, let's say, for TJ Yeldon. Yeah, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be mad about that. I think there's upside to Marvin Jones. Um, but none of these guys you're trading for, you're giving away, are going to help you win a championship, to be I'll honest. Give you I one. Think, I'll give you one. Go ahead. I give you a guy who has served his purpose, will continue to be good, will still have weeks with touchdowns, but I wouldn't start him every week. But Alan I can Robinson. start TJ Yeldon for the next four weeks. Who? Allen Robinson. Calvin Ridley. Perfect trade hmm. target. Are I you, would trade uh, Calvin Ridley away for TJ you're, you're out of your mind. Calvin Ridley is the real deal, man. He is the real deal. But are you going to tell me he's not going to be really inconsistent for the rest of the season? I don't think so. Calvin I'm Ridley starting. is the perfect trade-away target right now. Wide receiver five. He's going to be wide receiver five for the rest of the year? No, but he's a he's a wide receiver two. He caught six touchdowns over the span of three weeks. I don't think he catches six touchdowns over the span of the rest of the season. I will agree with you on that, but I do think that he will be a wide receiver too going forward. I don't. I, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm starting Calvin Ridley, and I don't. Calvin like Ridley is a wide receiver three for the rest of the season. Maybe, maybe two, but an inconsistent two, touchdown dependent two. He plays Tampa Bay this week. I'll so put it this way: ha- of the top. I, if, let me look at this. I got to look at this. I, I want to say of the top 25 wide receivers of the... T- okay, yes, this is right. Okay, I'm going to say okay. this stat now. Of the top 25 receivers, he has the lowest receiving yards. That, to me, screams volatility. Touchdowns His, are fluky, man. You can't I, I, base I your, your team on touchdowns. But the receiving yards targets... Are and catches are where you should look at for a wide receiver. That's why, like, I'm looking at Antonio Brown, for example, right? And I'm like, this got to turn around. He's getting like fucking 15 targets. It's got to get better. Whereas I look at Calvin Ridley and those six touchdowns over three weeks, that's not sustainable. Like, I would absolutely trade him right now for four weeks of running back production, which I think running back production can be difficult to come by, especially. Let's say you're the Fournette owner. Why not get four mm. weeks of a running okay. back that's going to cover and help you win for a guy that you've, I don't you've think is... Me. Okay. You've convinced me. Awesome. Thank you. You've convinced me. Even, even, even when Fournette comes back, there's no telling how long he's going to be back. It is a hamstring injury, and those can linger all season. You're right. Especially for TJ Yeldon in the situation he's in, you're right about that. How about this one? How about this one? Because this one is, I think... Uh, a tricky situation for me because I kind of was ready to write him off in week four, and then he had 112 receiving yards. Deshaun Jackson. You trade his ass away a long time ago. He's still good, though. So would you trade Deshaun Jackson for TJ Yeldon? 
Yes, I don't. I think anything you can get for Deshaun Jackson at this point is good. Now, I mean, understand. I, I, he's overrated. Understand, this is a four-week player, right? So sometimes you, uh, like me, I was willing to risk on a guy like Mark Ingram because I can manage four weeks without him. That didn't work out. I went one and three, and it was very painful. Mm-hmm. Um, it was I hard needed, to watch and hear you. Yeah, because I, di- I decided to get both Mark Ingram, who I knew was going to take four weeks, and then Sonny Michelle, who I thought was going to take four weeks to be able to, you know, come out and be ready. You combine both of those things, and it's like I couldn't, I couldn't sustain my team with just you know Kareem Hunt. Um, anyways, I'm feeling much better about my running back situation today than I did two weeks ago. Um, where was I at? I need to We're talking about Deshaun Jackson. In a sad and way. I think it, Deshaun Jackson. Move yeah. on from Deshaun Jackson. I think, okay. I think it's a great – I think you should trade him for – that's a good trade. Okay. John Brown? No, right? John Brown, I think, is legit for the rest of the season. He's a legit wide receiver too. I think he's going to sustain that because he's got the best target numbers of a guy um, – of the guys in this kind of group. 14 targets last week. I know they only equated to 58 yards. That's frustrating. But 14 targets that week. Uh, what was it? Seven targets the week before. It's consistently 7, 10, 8, 9. Like, uh, yeah. So, four, 14, 7, 9, 10. Those are oh, his dude. targets over the I last four I had no weeks. idea that's, that's his target share. I'm looking at it right now. And you're talking about a guy who can do both, right? He is, he is a deep ball guy, traditionally. That was his role in Arizona. But he's a pretty good route runner, too, and he's shown that he has that ability. Um, I think John Brown, legit a wide receiver, too, for the rest of the year. 100% agree. I will add that he does have sickle cell, so the moment he gets dinged up, just springs his ankle or anything, trade him away. Don't, don't. He, he's going to be injured for a long time for the simplest injury. I'm just okay. throwing it out there, guys. Just a weird, like, little concept. Okay, let's talk about the next injury here. In Devonta Freeman, because we jumped, we we mentioned Devonta Freeman, but we just jumped right into, um, yeah. right into Fournette. So Freeman, okay, his week six is in doubt. If you drafted Freeman, you are blank right now. You are fucked. <laughs> I knew it. I had, <laughs> why do I set you up for this? Like, can you ever reply to stuff like that without an expletive? <laughs> Um, yes, Freeman. If when he comes back, you need to trade him away and just get what you can. I would trade. I would even consider trading Freeman for Yeldon at this point. I mean, you're not going to get anything for him. He's injured. He's banged up. Tevin Coleman looks fine. Edo Smith looks fantastic. I, I don't know what to do. If you have, I don't own Freeman. I've never owned Freeman. He's not worth owning. If, get what you can for him. Um. Yeah, this feels like the type of injury that. It's going to linger just like Fournette, right? A bone contusion shouldn't be that type of injury, but the way that he played, like he was out and then he came back and then he's going to be out again, that's never a good sign. No. It's never a good sign for you to come back from injury and then be out again for injury. Um, So Tevin Coleman, back to being a low-end RB1, high-end RB2. Yeah. Ito Smith. A low endish flex play guy, I'm very, low but definitely a guy you can pick up and stash. Definitely, if you if you can pick him up and stash him, and definitely deep benches, he needs yep. to be owned. Yeah, yeah, especially if you know you're rolling with a heavy team. 
Um, yeah. Uh, let's right. move on to... We're just going to talk about two tight ends. That's it. Two tight ends quickly. Greg Olson's practicing. OJ Howard's practicing. We spent like an hour talking about tight ends last episode. That's all we're going to do for this one. just want to say OJ Howard, even if he's practicing, he's not expected to play. He's supposed to be out for two to four weeks. So don't get your hopes up. I'm getting my hopes up. He'll be back next week. Yeah. Okay, fine. Wait, we have two more injuries. Um, Ingram and Doyle are also out. Did you say that? I said I wasn't going to talk about tight ends. But they're out. I'm just saying they're out. Okay. That means Ebron's still legit. Okay. So don't quit. And, Wait, uh, Doyle is out? Yes, Doyle is out. Why didn't you give me this news? It's on the news sheet. My bad. I skipped Ingram, over it. I saw T.Y. Yeah. Hilton. Okay, sorry. T.Y. Hilton. And, and T.Y. Jack Hilton it's my bad. is also out. Sorry. Peep- you can't put it on the sheet together. Sorry, I just thought you knew that. It was like common sense. My bad. Yeah, my bad. Uh, my bad, my bad. All right, That's my so, fault. My fault, Eat Nation. Bad. Yeah, my bad, my bad. I don't mean to speak over you. My bad. Um, so T.Y. Hilton is out. Um, personally, I think Chester Rogers becomes, in a PPR league, a must start. Um, last week he had, two weeks in a row, he's had 11 targets and eight receptions. He hasn't broken 100 yards, but he's still getting, he had 66 the week before and 85 the week before that. So I think if you are in desperate need of a wide receiver, I think Chester Rogers is the guy to own, um, especially in the Colts scenario right now. I agree, but I think Ebron is the one that gets the most bump. Right. Sure. He's going to get the red zone, but I think if you're in a wide receiver need, I think he's the one to own it. Like you're not going to, I'd rather start him over Ryan Grant at this point. Is what I'm saying. Or it, let's say Fallison's out and you don't have another option. You can pick up Chester Rogers. He was probably not waived. Or uh, or Valdez Scantling. Yeah, if Allison's out, yeah. Why is also, Valdez Scantling not being picked up? Also, Allison is a very good trade target. I, I, should I trade him? I'm feeling like I shouldn't. I'm feeling like I fucking shouldn't. Leave it alone, man. I'm already going to accept just after the podcast. Okay. I'm trading Hines uh, to Richard, too. So I'm like clearing out my bench. Oh, cool. But you're getting a uh, bunch of picks, right? And then you're yeah. going to swap those picks for more stuff like you always do. Yep. I'm, I'm stocking up now for the future. Um, all right. So where are we at with this? Uh, Watson appears good to go. Um, I don't think anyone questioned that at this point. And Dalvin Cook is limited. Uh, I think there's a chance he doesn't play. I think they're trying to preserve him just like Fournette for the playoffs. So uh, fire up. Latavius Murray when you do can, you right? fire up Latavius Murray <laughs> he's been disappointing terrible I mean it's not him it's the team they're not running the goddamn ball in the two games that uh Dalvin Cook has been out he's gotten what was it it was 56 total yards last time yeah on 13 touches I mean I yeah. guess that's it's not horrible but it's not enough work no, I mean you can't. Well, they're not going. I don't think they're going to be able to make it to the playoffs unless they start running the ball more. I think Latavius Murray is fine. He's not going to fumble. He's, you know, if he gets twenty carries, he'll have a hundred yards. He in two full games without Dalvin Cook, he has eight fantasy points. Total. He should be better. He will should be better. be better, especially against Arizona. I mean, I know they're a decent te- defense, but it's a team that's not going to get blown out, and they're going to. They should be ahead in this game. Yeah, fair enough. So okay. Murray could be usable, usable if you're desperate. I mean, I dropped him last week. I, I just can't deal with him anymore. No, he's not. I mean, it's going to be a mistake him, now. It, no, it's not a mistake. It's not a mistake. 
Um, I think that covers it for our news. Uh, Miller is playing as well. I don't know if you're starting him at this point, especially after um, Alfred Blue. They might be splitting work a little more, but uh, he's going to be playing this week. Okay. Uh, wow, we talked a lot about that stuff. Um, Want to go to Thursday night preview? No. I think we need to do a trade talk. Oh, come on. Let's just do a quick Thursday night preview. It's going to be quick. It's not going to be that much. I mean, there's no questions about it. I know you have this on the sheet, but I hate doing Thursday night previews. I'm sure people hate. We don't even have to put it on our, like, you know, what we talked about on the, you know, synopsis of the episode. Let's just Eagles are bottom 10 it. against the quarterback. Giants are top 10 against the quarterback. So, but you're not starting Eli. You're starting once if you can. Right? I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm not going to read your whole sheet. I'm not saying in, to read the sheet. I'm just saying. reading. Look, who are you starting? Wendell Smallwood or Corey Clement? Who would you rather start? For this game? Yes. Small one. Yeah, I agree. For this okay. game. Go ahead. It's one game. That's it. And then you start Clement after this. I guess they have a full week to get him 100%. They say he's 100%. I don't believe it. Um, you're starting Alshon. You're not starting Nelson Aguilar. You're starting Odell Beckham. Are you starting Sterling Shepard? Eagles are bottom three against wide receivers. Yes. Okay. That's a flex play. Yes. Uh, both teams are top against tight ends. Ertz you can go a little slower. I'm sorry that I made you speed up with your. Let's God. slow it down. I'm sorry. You know, fuck you. you just, change just, up the pace. Just a little bit slow, a little bit fast. You know how to do it. You know how you know how to do the motion of the oceans. Uh, you want some slow jazz music? Uh, you're gonna start Ertz this week, but there's no tight end to start for the Giants. Mm-hmm. No, mm. but you are pl- probably playing uh, like you mentioned more Sterling Shepard. Yeah, boy. How are you feeling about Beckham this week? I think he has a good week as well. He, yes, the Eagles are bottom three against wide receivers. So, welcome back, Odell Beckham, to another 30-point game. Damn, Daniel. Get it, boy. Okay. This is where uh, I think this is going to affect most of the fantasy owners yeah. uh, listening. Saquon Barkley. Eagles have been very solid against the run. Uh, how are you feeling about Barkley this week? Any chance you bench him... Let, okay, let me give you a scenario, right? All right, I'm listening. <laughs> let me give you a talking scenario. crazy talk right now, though. No, no not, not crazy talk, right? Let's say you got Saquon Barkley in the first round. Yeah. And in... Carl's Hyde? No, 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 not even that. In the later rounds, you got both James Conner and James White. Ooh. You have a scenario Ooh. where you have to play two. You play Conner. You play Connor, and, and you, you play, play Barkley. Yes, and you sit White against Kansas City. If you're in that scenario, you should trade James Connor now. Bench James White. No, but let's say you can't, or you whatever. You're holding on. You would bench James White for James Connor at home against Kansas City on Sunday night. Look, man, I do not fully trust. I I don't know how many more weeks it needs to happen for me to fully trust the Patriots. I know it's been all season, but if I have James Conner, they're going to run him to the ground, especially with their bye coming up. And and uh, Gronk is still banged up. I want to throw that out there, too. Gronk is not himself. He has that ankle injury. No, he's not himself at all. They need that bye week to come quick. I, I still think you start Conner. I think there's too much. Uh, the team runs through him um, right now, and I think. Conner and yeah. Barkley. Yeah. Both guys I mean, my ranks, my ranks have it that way. I would have I have Conner. Barkley, and then a, a few spots later, I have James White. So I don't disagree with you. Um, 
I mean, most leagues have flex, and if you're in that situation, you should trade away Connor. Yeah, but let's say for your flex, you just so happen to. I'm just fucking with you. Yeah, I'm going to give you like the perfect case scenario where you can't fucking play him. It's a super flex, so you're playing a quarterback in your flex. Oh, fuck. You got me. There you go. I might actually have that problem. Yeah, might have that exact problem because I hate you if that's your problem. uh, Well, I have James White, and I'm benching Carlos Hyde, and I'm benching uh, Philip Lindsay, which both are okay. And I'm benching. I mean, they're not nearly as good. Okay, we get it. Suck your own right. dick more. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a super flex. I have Mahomes and Carson Wentz. Mark, oh, Mark, um, Mike Evans and Odell Beckham. Oh, God, uh, that's a good team. Let me ask you a legitimate question here because we're – this is the spitballing episode. Mm-hmm. You have a scenario where you have at the flex position, okay? Yeah. You have Alfred Morris with Matt yeah. Breida out. Let's assume that you also got Alfred Blue. Why the fuck do I keep getting scenarios with people with the same names? James Conner and James White, Alfred Blue and Alfred Morris. Maybe you are. Maybe you're dyslexic. Yeah, this is heavy right now. Yeah, some heavy talk. Yeah. Um, And dyslexia is not a joke. What if you have Patrick Mahomes and Patrick Chung on the same team? Please get out. (laughs) Sorry. Thank you. What if you have Peyton Manning? I, I can't think of another Manning. God damn it. Not a good Manning, at least. <laughs> it's a bad joke. <clears throat> okay. So, let's say you have Alfred Blue and Alfred Morris and Lamar Miller is out. You're starting Alfred Blue. Interesting. Miller is trending towards playing. Um, I just wanted to mention that, but it's he could, uh, you know. He, I, I think uh, he could always appear on that, you know, inactive but not playing list as well. So I just want to throw that out there. I just want to, re- I just want everyone to realize that was the worst Thursday night preview we've ever done. That's why no one listens to that. <laughs> Don't even put it in the title of the episode. Don't even bother. You're just playing your studs. That's all you're doing. What are we talking about now? Any more trades? Oh, um, wait. You finished you do- Thursday night preview already? Yeah, we're talking about Alfred Blue, for God's sakes. No, keep going. Sorry. Continue. No, we're, we're done. There's nothing else. Wow. I'm not going to let you write the show notes anymore. You said, hurry up. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I don't want to talk about Thursday Night Football because it's one game, and I don't want to spend 20 minutes on one game. That's, well, that's why I I'd much rather talk specific scenarios about guys that okay, here's a specific pertain scenario. to a lot of people. Specific scenario. David we, Johnson. Yes. Corey Davis, yes, for Keenan Allen and Dalvin Cook. Who Keenan wins that Allen trade? Keenan Allen and Dalvin Cook. Keenan Allen will be better. I don't love Dalvin Cook. Fuck. That's not a tough one. It is a tough one. I think the best player in that trade is David Johnson. Right. That's what makes it tough. And usually I'm going to lean with the best player. But it's a scenario where you have the one and a far away four for a two and a very close behind three. You get me? Kind of. I think that I think it's okay in a keeper league if you're looking for next year. But I think that uh, 
for this year, it's a bad trade for the person that got Dalvin Cook. You think Dalvin Cook's going to be out for a, a while longer? I think even if he plays right now for the next few more weeks, he's not going to be himself. I don't. Uh, I think when they bring him back, it's because he's ready, and he is clearly. Oh man, I don't like to say this. He is clearly far and away better than Latavius Murray. Why don't you like to say that? Because I like Latavius Murray as a player, but not as a person. That's fucked up. But uh, Latavius Murray has been very disappointing so far this year. So it's not uh, him; it's offense. Just saying. Let's let's assign let's assign some dollar values here. Let's assume you have a hundred dollar. Let's assume it's a hundred dollar budget. How much is David Johnson worth right now? Thirty five uh, bucks. Thirty two dollars to be exact. Where the fuck did you did you just pull that number out? No, I memorized it. Wow. So I'm I'm pretty good with these estimates. Yeah. No, he's uh I think he's like a top five uh, running back. Okay. In the trade charts. And where would Dalvin Cook be? Twenty bucks. Nine dollars. No way. Yep. That's, That's a severe. Worth. Well, fuck the guy who said that. And then where would you put uh, Keenan Allen? Literally, Keenan Allen is uh I think like fifteen dollars. Okay, so those I guess I value both of those players higher than than whoever is valuing this because I would say Keenan Allen is a twenty dollar player. I don't. I don't. Right now, as of right now, Keenan Allen has not been good. Um, I would say you're you're giving a thirty to thirty five dollar player for two twenty dollar players, and that's basically what the trade is. Okay, Dalvin Cook and Keenan Allen. Although Keenan Allen is getting the targets. And the receptions, he's not getting the yardage, and he's not getting touchdowns. But that and you don't think that's going to change? It might change, yeah, but you're betting on hypotheticals. Right now, David Johnson is getting the work. He's getting a little bit of yardage, and he's getting the touchdowns. And the other guy is also getting Dalvin Cook, who's not even playing. So, I mean, let's just wash out Corey Davis. Those two guys alone, I mean, you're, the points, David Johnson right now is going to outscore Keenan Allen and Dalvin Cook combined. Uh, for, for the Allen is on target on pace for 144 targets right now. I target numbers that. is not the problem. Right, that's not the problem. He's not he's not doing enough with them. So David Johnson is doing enough with what he's getting, and that's why he's more valuable right okay. now. That's fine. I, I think it's a fair trade. I I would rather have the Keenan Cook side, but uh, if I need to win now, yeah. Dal- 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 Dalvin Cook is worth sixteen dollars. I was wrong about the nine. Um, and Keenan Allen is worth. 17. So okay. it is a fair trade mathematically. It's a fair trade mathematically, but you much rather have, if they're f- the f- numbers are close, you much rather have the one. So I would need $40 in value for a $30 player for it to be fair in my head. Cause you're right. doing a two for one. And he's getting Corey Davis, Corey, Corey Davis, saying we're good. Whatever. Corey Davis is a fucking wash. Wow. Jeez, dude. What has Corey Davis done this? Oh, I, I, can we can we stop propping up Corey Davis and the anybody on the Tennessee offense like they <laughs> he's had, he's had at one all? good game. All right, he, he doesn't matter. He's not useful. I would I would cut him. He in had scenario one good fantasy. game. Every other game has between three and six fantasy points. Well, what are I you think, doing with that? Nothing. You had, I think you're cutting him. You're cutting him. Yeah, well, you don't have to cut him, but trade him to anyone who thinks he has any value. John, we're looking at John. His name is John Chapman. John Chapman. This was. That tri- that league, I thought this was a uh... no. I'm just saying he loves Corey Davis for some reason. John Chapman could suck a dick. 
Oh, preferably mine. Zinger. Zips pants down. Love you, John. Top thirteen sexiest fantasy football analysts. In God damn it. He was he was above me. That's what pisses me off. It's not. It wasn't. Wait, no. I gave you guys very similar scores. I think. I think he did too. But his picture was way better than mine. And they mentioned him on the on NFL dot com on. On the red, the red zone. zone, yeah, he was on red zone, which is funny. With like our friend, our friend John Chapman, I'm like with his shirt, shirtless picture. That's I can send you one of those. Um, those. This has been the most uh, <laughs> incoherent, rambling episode that we've ever put out. But yeah. I think it's important to just kind of talk about players sometimes and talk about their value. I, you know, if we could do it for four hours then it was would probably make a lot more sense because we could cover a lot more guys but um tomorrow we'll be back again with gear previews and i'm going to take some time this weekend on saturday and sunday morning to go through your questions um i'm going to try to do them on the sleeper app i'm going to do them on uh twitter at eat sleep ff i'm going to do some lightning question rounds so make sure you get your questions in there and if you have priority questions, you want to make sure that you get them. Make sure you send them in. If you're an Eat Nation member, uh, you can do so for as cheap as $5 on our website, eatsleepfantasy.com. You can become an Eat Nation member. You can be part of our Facebook group. Um, some of our Facebook group members have seen that they've been included in our WhatsApp chats. So like little things like that that people would love to be able to do and ask questions. Make sure that you're subscribing, eatsleepfantasy.com. There's a big subscribe there button. Also, we've got lineups for DFS, um, and so starting at $5 a week, or you can do $60 for the whole season, um, you can do that there on easilyfantasy.com as well. That's good. That was good. That was powerful. You really? just brought the lightning. I brought the thunder. Lightning. Thunder, no, thunder. it's got to be the other way around. I'm the heavy. Thund- what am I? You're the lightning. You're the... You're the you're the silky smooth fast guy. I'm the heavy uh by the way, what the fuck is going on with uh with the buttons on our website? I don't know. Dale keeps playing with it. He, he Why is subscribe to Eat Nation, which is my button, smaller than DFS and Dynasty's lineup button? I, that's discrimination. I want to be the biggest button. You need to tell you need to tell Let's go by cares. weight. If it wait, let's go by weight, I need the biggest button. Mm. All right, that's cool, Brito. That's it. That's all we're gonna do. <laughs> I think that's all we got. I think we probably have like this is gonna be our worst like turn off ratio ever. Yeah, please. I mean, I love you. Don't leave me. Not you, the audience. I'm talking to the audience. Thanks, guys. Good night, everyone. By the way, uh, next episode because I don't think Dale's gonna put it in here. Next episode, I've got an awesome song for you. It, may or may not contain a remix of baby shark oh i don't even know what baby shark is what what yeah eat sleep fantasy you rocking with the best nfl fantasy football podcast we talking mock drafts running backs better follow the conversation with dale christian and armando screaming eat nation we doing what we like tune in every week guarantee we get it hype fantasy Football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Uh-huh. Eat Sleep Fantasy.
fantasy.